What's up? Welcome back to the Hire Hacking Podcast. Ryan Kohler here, Chief Hire Hacker. Um, today we're going to start drilling down into what I call our lenses. They're the rose-colored glasses that I put on when I'm trying to solve a problem or analyze how well we've done with setting up, whether it's a job ad or anything else. We're going to start off with the most important lens of all called balance. This, this is kind of, if you think about like a, a lever where you put, you know, weights on both sides, you're looking for some type of equilibrium or balance. Think of yin and yang, um, that type of thing. That's what I mean by balance. And, and really what I'm, what I'm talking about is that we need to find a happy medium. We need to find that most likely we don't want something out on either extreme. We need to find some balance. Now, as we talk about what balance means, you're going to find that most of what I talk about is very job seeker focused. And you might look at that and say that puts us out of balance. But but this balance is really the balance between what the employer wants and what a job seeker or an employee want. And you could look at this balance over and over and over again. You could say between what a manager wants and what the job seeker wants. You could say between what what will work for HR, what will make your life easier as a person running hiring versus what will make the job seeker's life easier. At the end of the day, we have to find what's called a win-win. And a win-win is where both parties get what they get some of what they want, but have to give up something. Just think about sharing. This is, this is really about sharing, right? Win-win or balance is about sharing. It's about the fact that there is give and take in every relationship and that we have to find a happy medium where we get most what we want and they get most what they want. And in order for them to get some things, I have to give up things that I want. And why, why balance is so important, why it's our very first one is because most companies, when it comes to hiring, when it comes to the process, when it comes to their approach, when it comes to are wildly out of balance. And if you listen to my last session where I talked about the paradigm, most employers view the world from a paradigm where they are the buyer of talent. Therefore, everything they do from the time that they have an opening to the time that they fire somebody or let somebody go is almost completely viewed from their vantage point and tipped in their favor. The, we are completely and utterly out of balance. If you look at the job ad, it's all about the employer. If you look at the apply process, it's all about the employer. If you look at the entire hiring process, it's all about the employer. Everything is about the employer and what they want. They're the ones setting the rules, setting the framework, setting the gauntlet to run through. They are the ones dictating everything. Now, clearly they're the ones driving it because it's them doing the hiring and that's totally cool. But the problem is that most employers have tipped the scale so hard towards themselves that they're totally out of balance. And we know they're out of balance because job seekers hate them. They hate the ads. They hate the process. They hate applying for a job. They hate the experience of trying to get a job. They hate the fact, look, employers are barely starting to complain that job seekers are ghosting them, that they're not, they're not answering their calls. And it's outrageous to them, yet they've been ghosting job seekers for a century. And so if you think about this concept, this very first lens is that of balance. But yet in order for us to get to balance, we are going to be most of the time pushing down from the job seekers perspective, adding their perspective or, or their, you know, kind of what would help them out into the process. It's going to feel like you're constantly helping out the job seeker and the employee. The reason isn't because you're tipping the scale all the way to the job seeker and, and enabling them and giving these millennials everything they want or whatever you want to say. 
The reason why I'm going to constantly be talking about the job seekers perspective or the, the candidate experience or any of those things is because by default, the system is tipped towards the employer's benefit. And so in order for us to get to balance, we have to pull really, really hard down on the job seeker or candidate or employee's side of the lever. We got to get it down where it's in balance, where there's where it's a win-win. And that's really what we're talking about when we talk about balance. Now, let me give you some different examples of this. Let's start off, I mean, right off the bat, we start off with the requisition process. And, and if you're not familiar with HR, they call it a job requisition. A job requisition is what happens when a manager needs to hire somebody. They say, I need to hire a teller for the bank. They fill out a form to requisition, which is kind of offensive when you think about it. It's, it, it says the requisition is a form we use to buy something and we want to buy talent, right? We want to buy a person to do this job as a bank teller. And so we fill out this requisition. The requisition says, you know, why are you hiring? When do you want to hire? What type of person do you want? The requisition teamed up with a job description has a big giant list of what are the duties? What are the qualifications? What education? What experience? What skills? What do you need? What does this person need for you to acquire them, for you to buy them? Now, that is a great process. It's super important for employers to clearly identify what they need. The problem is almost nobody has stopped and said, why would this person want this job from us? What do we have to provide them that would make them want the job? And the reason why nobody asks that question is again, back to the paradigm. The employer believes they're the buyer. Therefore, it doesn't matter what the seller wants. No, you've never stopped yourself and said, I wonder what Starbucks wants to sell me, right? That would be ludicrous. You'd be crazy. You'd be like, I wonder what McDonald's, what would be the best type of food for McDonald's to sell to me? Maybe I'll order uh, chicken nuggets today because that is the best thing for McDonald's to sell me. They make the most money. They, it's easiest for them to make. It's easiest for them to bring to me, right? You would never ever say that because again, you believe you're the customer and in that transaction, you are the customer. But because employers are approaching the same way, as a great example, they use this requisition form and it's their list of demands of what they want, but yet nobody ever stops and says, okay, now let's put on the job seeker hat here and let's look at it from the perspective of a job seeker for this job. This person that you want, right? What do they want in a job? Why would they want to work for us? What do we have to offer them? You see, if we switch it from... A, a buyer perspective into a seller perspective. Now we're actually looking at it saying, what's in it for the job seeker? What do we have to offer them? Why would they want to buy this, this job from us? And so balance is that exact thing. If you go read a job ad, you're going to see the same thing. It's very focused on the employer. It's a big list of demands most of the time because they're using a job description. If you look at the apply process, especially older, you know, more old school companies. It's so hard to apply for a job, right? Why do they collect all of this information? Well, it'd be easier for the employer if we had it up front. Think about it. There's a ton of employers, probably half of employers out there in the U.S. ask for your references at the point of initial expression of interest, meaning when you apply for a job, they ask you for the three people who are the most important people in your life, their names and email addresses and phone numbers. Why do they need that information right now? They don't. They most likely are, they're, they're collecting that from a hundred job seekers, even though they're only going to run references on maybe two or three of them. 
and they're not going to check your references today, you're probably not even going to check them for two or three or four weeks. They don't need that information. Why are they asking for it? Because it would be easier for them to collect it now instead of having to go back and ask you later. But again, if we think about it from a balance standpoint, why would 97 people want to give the name and email address of the three most important people in their life to some random stranger and not know what they're going to do with those names and email addresses? They wouldn't. Job seekers hate giving away references. They're being asked in the application process for information that most likely will not be used for them and will not be used right now and could be collected at a later time. Why do employers ask for it? Because they don't view the world from the job seeker's perspective and say, will this be a good or bad experience for the job seeker? Will this be easier or hard from the job seeker? Does it make sense to the job seeker to provide us this information right now? Because employers are not looking for balance. And as we go through the entire process, you could look at it from a follow-up standpoint, right? Heaven forbid that you as a job seeker do not immediately respond to an employer who sends you an email. They will kick you out of the process. They will complain. They will say all kinds of bad stuff about how you're not very professional. And yet, employers wait months, potentially never send emails to job seekers that they decide not to hire. And that in their mind is not a lack of professionalism. That is excused by the fact, well, it's hard and we just don't have the right system for it or we didn't have enough time. You see the difference there? If I view the world from a balanced standpoint, then I would judge job seekers by the same rules that I judge myself or opposite. If I judge job seekers as being unprofessional because they didn't send a follow-up email, then I would judge myself for being unprofessional for not sending a follow-up email. Balance, right? Win-win. I would think about the experience from their side as well as my side. And so this right here is the lens of balance. How would I use it? Well, it's really simple. In any situation, I would first start by saying, who are the parties involved? The party might be just HR and a job seeker. It might be the company and the job seeker. It might be HR and a manager. It might be HR and the owner of the company. It might be the owner of the company and the employee. Just whatever it is, list out the parties involved and then go through whatever's going on and look at it from each of their perspectives and say, is this a win for me? What are the pros of this situation from my perspective and what are the cons? And how do they compare to the pros and cons of everybody else? And if we add up the number of pros each, each person, each party gets, and the number of cons they have to put up with, we're most likely going to see when it's out of balance. We're most likely going to, to easily be able to see that what's going on is tipped in one way to one of the people in the, one of the people in the relationship, one of the people that's that's in the transaction, one of the people who looks at the job ad. And so it's really simple to put on that lens and, and identify when we're out of balance by simply identifying all the parties involved, listing out what's great about it, listing out what's bad about it, adding them up and being able to see that there's a whole lot of pros on one side and only cons on the other. That right there is the way we use the lens of balance. Thanks so much for listening today. Uh, as some homework, hey, go out and look at a job ad, right? Like just go fire up Indeed 
And again, I can make it really easy for you. The people in the transaction would be the employer and the job seeker. So go look at an ad on Indeed and read the ad and say, what's, what's in it for the employer here? How does this help them? And then read it from the job seeker standpoint and say, what's in it for them? How does this help a job seeker? Not the fact that there's an opening, the content of the ad. How does the content of the ad help the job seeker in what they're trying to do, which is find a great job and decide if this is a job that they should want to apply for or not. Just think about it that way. This is a great way to kind of practice this lens and see it in actual action. Thanks so much for listening today and we'll talk to you soon. Until next time, good luck hiring.